I might forge a check, a right. I'm the best. I'm, I'm like, not gonna let you start this rabbit. No, career. please don't. Like I, I can't. I can't. I, uh, I'm not good enough. No. And I make consistent money right now, and You're I'm not good enough. You're life. smart enough. Don't it? People like. You. I could be a ghostwriter for like. You could be a ghostwriter. Yeah. For like a shitty rapper, you know, not a successful one. I'm not good enough. <laughs> have to be somebody. Hey, live in a musical city. Desktop is literally a folder that says EXEs, which is like executable files on Windows. Yeah, yeah. So I'll put like games in there, sure. stuff like that. If Soft. I just have shortcuts, yeah. and then I have my recycling bin. That's it. It's all on my desktop. I actually have gone to that too. I literally have recycling bin, and then I just have like podcast stuff, movies and TV. If I have any files like download or something, yep. like, like I'm down to like I've done that too. I don't super clean. My work de- my work desktop is a fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my computer one is. I I'm very anal about it. I keep it super clean, and then what I do. Is, it's not his name, buddy. <laughs> Shit, anyway. What are we, episode 10 here, buddy? Yeah, okay, so, uh, let's check this out, eh? All right, it is 8.13 p.m. It is November 21st, 2020, not seven days after our last episode. Throwing you for a loop out here. We're doing a little early. I know, we've got you. We've got we've got something incredibly interesting, which is the fact that for the first time in our illustrious 10-episode career, <laughs> uh, celebrating double digits, uh, not coming to you from 200 kilometers away through Zoom, but coming from about a socially distanced six feet you across the other, my living room. The other end of the table. Right. It's, it's the other end of the coffee distance. table. We're, we're practicing our, our safety measures here. But joining me today, I am Dan, and this sitting here in the same room as me is Matt. No, Hi, it's Matt. Ivan Ooze, actually. Ivan Ooze. <laughs> Ivan Ooze is my name. <laughs> is or Curious G, if you, know that, if you know that album. Right. Right. Just so you know, Matt's got a, a amateur hip hop career that's uh, taken off, and uh, it's blowing up. He's going to he's going to become really annoying with it. He's going to start talking about it on every episode. Yeah, I'm actually going to use this to parlay my rap career. Not what I was yeah. saying earlier about how yeah. he's rap. It's it's actually the other way around. Of course, of course, you're going to spend the first ten minutes of every episode from now on promoting your mixtapes. Sorry, in advance. Right. Right. Well, I mean, you know. That's what you start a podcast for, is to just leverage yourself in a better situation. It's genius, right? It's everything is a is a monkey bar in life. You it get is. a leapfrog to the next position. Yeah, yeah. It's again, it's success is about diversifying, you know, your the things you participate. I know what you, in. I know what you want to say there, and you can't say it. Diversify your bonds. Exactly. Shout out to Jizza from Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Put all your money in Wu Tang Financial. Now, we've got something also very interesting for this episode. Uh, in addition to Matt and I being in the same room for the first time doing this show, we, we uh, we've uh, created ourselves a little bit of a, a a special episode, which is that both of us uh, went to our our respective mothers, own mothers. <laughs> Imagine I went to your mom, you went to my mom. That'd be weird, man. <laughs> what uh, the fuck are you calling me up for? Again, we have requested. Again? We have requested that each of them send us. A list of questions. And these questions can be just about anything. Now, 
the what they came through with each each our mothers without any sort of second edit or no anything. tampering. Yeah, Nothing. straight like first attempt. Both of them uncertain if they were any good. Fucking Sue Bird out here, game winning three for the WNBA <laughs> championship. If you don't know Sue Bird, look her up. And Give her, her flowers. We've got two lists of questions that were actually excellent, excellent. So here's how this is gonna work. We're gonna go through the questions that our moms have asked us. There were we both presented them with the fact that there was no restrictions on the questions whatsoever. Free for all. That this was we're both in our we're both almost thirty year old men. <laughs> Don't say that, dude. Don't say that out loud, man. Fuck. You're gonna have to learn to live with it, my friend. I guess as I am. You got more time than me. You you're not even twenty nine yet. Yay! Congratulations. The dread hasn't even kicked in for you yet. You're literally wearing a shirt that says existential dread. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's staring me in the face, man. <laughs> Do you feel that coming? Your birthday in like three fucking weeks? Yeah. Shit. Then you get that 12-month clock of like, here we tick, go. Tick, tick, tick. The grains of sand just falling down. That's right. The shipwreck of time is coming for you too, my friend. Anywho, so yes. we've prepared a list of... Multiple questions. I think you have what thirteen or so. I've got uh, something like sixteen. Yeah. So how it's going to work is we are going to read the questions that our own mothers gave to us to each other. So I'm so I'm going to read the questions Matt's mom gave to him, and I will read the questions that Dan's mom gave right, to him. Right. Effectively. Yes. And hopefully making this hilarious. So. <laughs> I really, yeah. I'm I'm hoping that this will be fun, and also to let our our you know armies of listeners actually get to know get to know the idiots behind this idiotic show yep i've kind of skimmed the questions so i'm kind of blind i nope. i didn't want to get totally caught off guard okay. but uh i think we're pretty good man yeah i think I we're think, pretty good i think we're I think there's we're a good mix here i think too of like actual questions of like hey we could talk about this and yep. then just like here let me make fun of each yeah. other for a second so yeah they come in they come in a, a wide variety too which i like there's there's they're like varying severity of questions over the course of this I almost said my mom came in hot, and then I realized that that's... <laughs> I don't ever want to utter yeah. those words. <laughs> exactly. Oh, word? oh, word? Say what, Tracy? What? <laughs> okay. All right. So how, how do you want to do this? Uh, who goes first? You want to rock, paper, scissors for it? Uh, Fuck yeah. Let's do yeah, it. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Right. okay what are the rules? Are we Establish. Doing, are we doing uh, rock, paper... Do, you, do we shoot on scissors? We shoot on scissors, and we're doing one go. No best of three. No Just best of three. Just straight off the Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, like right up. The essence of time, all right? All right, ready? All right. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. Ah, I got cut. I don't, you know I what? got cut. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all know what I am scissors if I got cut. defeated paper. And, and I don't... Wait, I don't understand if I should... No. I'm going to ask you the question first. Yeah, you. That's what I. That's what I would meant. Also, because of the number of questions, you should go first because you have more. Sounds good. Does that sound mathematically correct? Yes. We're going to edit that, that little part out, and it'll be super clean. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to leave it in because Ooh, it sounds so good. Ain't a burp in there. Yeah, that's perfect. First question from Matt's mother to her sweet baby boy. <laughs> this is this is starting very very simple. Who's your favorite author, and what is your favorite book? Both questions have the same answer. So my favorite author is Herman Hess. Uh, he is a wartime writer. He's kind of like he's super fucking liberal. I'm gonna be. Blunt this is about an it. NPR. 
No, all right. So anyway, this is weird old white dude with glasses that wrote about like theism, but in a cool way. All so right, my favorite book by him is called Siddhartha, uh, and it follows the life of the Buddha. So Buddha, his name in, in theory, I guess, is Siddhartha, and it just follows this guy's life and how he becomes enlightened. So it's it's kind of like a it's a pretty like I don't know humbling tale, I guess, but it just follows his life, starting from you know a humble monk to becoming essentially enlightened, and then what he learns along the way and you know, it brings up a lot of questions in and of yourself that you try to guess. It's super. I super could have sworn that it was on my bookshelf. I there. think I've given a copy to you. Yeah, I think you might have. I think I, I sent it home with you, buddy. It should be on your shelf, and you haven't read it. I read The then. Alchemist. That was the one you gave me. That's a short book. That's a great book, by the way, too. It's, uh, I think it's a little overrated. People talk about The Alchemist like it's the shit, but... Uh, so yeah, it's Herman has like a nice, inspiring tale. Yep, like, Herman has really good man. Uh, a couple other books by him: Narcissus mm-hmm. and Goldman. I'm actually just reading that now, but apparently that's his best book. So I'm into. I'm we're giving the that. game away here. We 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 act like we're idiots, but we actually read books. No, I read a lot of. Well, here's the thing: I go through cycles of reading books. Though. Educated morons is what we are. And Haley, my girlfriend, makes fun of me for this. So I got a bookshelf at home filled with books, and she's like, "You don't even fucking read. Like, what is this?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm just putting it on for show." No, but I go through phases where I'll read. Like, oh, I can't put a book down and I'll just consist. I'll read like six books in a month. I'll just be pounding them out and keep going. And then I won't touch them for like a year, a year and a half. And then usually it's something like you coming along, making fun of me or saying something. And I'm like, you know what? I should yeah. read again. And then I build it back up. I need to, That's what I need to is the, the kick in the ass every now and then. I get too caught up. That's life, man. It's like a routine thing, though, right? Like you, you read more books when you like have the time for it or like you can fit it in. And when am I going to have more time than right now? And I'm. Looking yep. at memes, making podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> we're, t- we're taking up your time. All right, buddy. All right, what do Next you got? Next up for you here. Oh, okay. What would be your dream job if making money didn't matter? So what would you want to do with your time if money wasn't Compensation a thing? Compensation wasn't a yeah. thing? Oh, I think I would. I, I, I'd probably just be a football coach. Uh, yeah, I was going to guess I'd probably that, coach like high school ball or yep. something like that. Yep. It's more personal. You don't have the stress yeah. of TV cameras on you, and then it's enjoyable. Like too. if I was just like a rich, like like fucking rolling in it. If I was a like Scrooge McDuck rich, I'd be like, I I probably just like coach my high school team or something, or like yeah. just for the fun of it, like that like purity of the game kind of thing. Do you miss like, it? Do you miss coaching? A coaching, yeah, I do miss. Yeah. Playing, I don't miss. I don't, don't miss, miss playing, coaching. eh? No, I don't really miss interesting. No, because it, it it was horrible. Like I liked it, but like Doug, it was like it was such a fucking grind. Like, like physically? Yeah. Okay. Like being like my size and shit. Like yeah, I hear your pain. It's tough. Like yeah, especially at the high school level, right? Well, I mean, I, yeah. Like I didn't play college ball. I wasn't like some fucking like stud. Like oh, you were a captain <laughs> in high school at a big, big a, school yeah, in Toronto. I was a captain so. of a decent high school, for, which for like a five seven dude is like that's what I'm saying. So that's good. Little that's good. I mean, no, like I miss, sorry, no, I miss coaching because coaching was like it was the same thing. Like I miss that like. I miss the like mentorship and like having people. You miss like, rearing young boys, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm an ancient Greek philosopher here. Yeah, apparently. yeah. Okay, Socrates, tell yeah. me more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, like I, I like I, that's one of those things that like I miss the like, uh, I miss like being able to like like when you talk to somebody and they're like actually listening to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like sure. you show up and then they're like they're always like kids skeptical and then you're like. It's cool. I'm I'm cool. Like I'm not here to like fucking be one of those. I'm boys. not here to butt fuck you and yell at you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> not, none of those things, right? You're like, and then you can like teach somebody something, and they're like, actually, like that makes sense. And you can I see them do it and that. take the coaching and and actually succeed, yeah. and, then and then you then, get that joy, right? Yeah, for sure. Like for sure. And they do it, and it like works, and you're like, oh my god, look, like you you do the thing right, and it it turns out well. Like yeah, no, there really is. I think a lot of a lot of benefit from from teaching and helping other people, right? Like I think. 
All true. of us kind of feel better when you do it's that true, in a way. Man. It's good to be good. Yeah, you're real good, man. Okay, uh, your second question. What you got for me? <laughs> this is this, <laughs> this is pretty like this. This is pretty. We're, they really start with softballs on us. Oh hey? fuck. Okay, so if you could have one wish, anything at all, what would it be? One wish. So like. Oh man, that's such a big one. I'd have to like actually think about that. Okay, so just off the top of my head, um, I I think it would kind of piggyback off what your last question was. I would want my life or everybody's life, I guess, money to not just be an issue at all. Like I know that's not possible, but I mean, if it's a wish situation, right? We're like we obviously. I, we wouldn't just sit around and do nothing for our entire lives. You'd be go fucking crazy. Like people I get up to stuff. If you're into coaching, you'd become a coach. If you're yeah. into this, you know, you'd do that. I wish there was some sort of way that like we could do that. Yeah, like people seek purpose. Yeah, absolutely, right? Because I mean like I sold out and I took a job that just pays decently well and I don't love doing it as yeah. most people fucking do. It is what it is. It's not what I studied. I'm not taping ankles. I'm not an athletic therapist. Like I love doing that, but you know what I mean? Sometimes you just yeah. make adult choices and it is what it is. Yeah, like so 99.9% of the world yeah. like, like just makes a living. Absolutely. And, and the like, reason I made those decisions is so that I'm financially secure and I don't have to worry about yeah. stuff like that. Because like, money. Because money. Money, 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 money. But like if money was not in the... Qu- I would never fucking do what I do for 40 hours a week plus. Are you kidding <laughs> yeah. me? What, you don't enjoy your job? Uh, well, t- that's anyway, a different that's conversation. A different issue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same with me. I'm like, boy, like if I didn't have to do this shit, if I didn't have like an endless hounding of like things that show up and are like, you must exchange money for these services. And you're like, okay, like you the roof over your head. You, you're going to have to keep putting up for that. Like, I know. And okay. I, I don't know. Yes, yeah. sir. I don't mean to steal your, uh, your question and repackage it, but I really think, yeah, like that would yeah. be. People would just be a lot fucking happier in general, right? Like, obviously, you'd want to be like, oh, I only have one wish. I mean, yeah, sure. I'd want to stop world hunger and all that shit. Fuck right. it, of course. Yeah, like, of course. I want people to starve. But off the top of my head, I mean, if it was just purely my life and, like, what the wish, if it was completely narcissistic yeah. and selfish, yeah, that's what I think money just I think that. I think that's, I think that would be a, a, that's beyond narcissistic and selfish because that would also be, like, a beneficial thing for most people. Oh, no, no, I just meant or do you mean money like for me. Oh, yeah, okay. nobody else. Yeah, everybody else has to pay. I'm balling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I want only myself to not have to work for a living. Everybody else can fucking grind. <sighs> Slugs. Okay. Daniel. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember when you crapped your pants playing football with your friends and I came to pick you up in my car? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, she really did not. I love that she did not take. Yo, she just threw under the bus so Yours hard. starts so much more like... Yours, yours. There's a much more gradual climb. There, like, okay, yeah, that no, one that's is okay. That's okay. It's it's. She worked. threw you a curveball, pitch yeah. two, bro. It's a, it's a one zero count. Yeah, that's what I mean. She caught me off guard. I was settling, I was settling on, a, on like some straight heat here. Shit, in the curve. Shit. All right, Dan. Do so I do remember, remember the story? Okay, this, <laughs> this is like what most, happened, bro. This is like the most embarrassing story <laughs> of my life. Yo, your mom's a savage, <laughs> dude. <laughs> okay, so when I was in, it was between the eighth grade and the ninth grade. It was like that summer between middle school and high school. Ah, uh, yes. You know? Like in that sweet spot of the hormones. The most questioning point up, of your life. Yeah, and you just like don't know what anything is. Like, okay, so I was, we were we were at this park in the area I grew up in, and we were playing touch football. We were playing for a few hours. I think I must have like eaten like, I don't know, some like, some like off leftovers or something. So we were in the park playing football. It was maybe like, uh, like a 10, 15 minute walk from my house, right? And I just all of a sudden like had... To shit, <laughs> worse than I have ever had to shit. And now the park I was in had like a had like a little public restroom thing in it. Yeah. Right? So I was like, all right, it's cool. It's fucking locked. 
Oh, no. Right. Oh, no. Everybody's nightmare. Yeah. Now, I had a cell phone at this point. I think I just got my first cell phone, like a little flip phone, like a little Nokia thing. So I called my mom at home, and I was like, I need you to pick me up. Like, I really don't feel good. I'm like, just at the park around, like, like it's a two-minute drive. You'll be here in no time. She's like, okay. <laughs> so I'm waiting for her to show up. I like, it's just, it, it, the, the floodgates literally open. Oh, and it's just like, fuck. there's no holding back now. And I just shit all over myself. <laughs> <laughs> My guy's in double digit age and he's shitting himself. I'm like for I'm like so sick. It's just like it's like literally I could not keep my ass shut. It was just like fucking terrible. And and I just remember I'm like cuz like I told my buddies like I'm not feeling well. I was just like I'm just going to sit out for a bit like y'all go play and they were like like they were like maybe like 50 feet away playing ball. And I like I see my mom's car coming up and I'm like I got to get like I got to get in. So I just remember being like yelling out to them be like y'all like I'm going home not feeling well. My mom's here like peace like uh, I'm out. And they were just like what? Okay. And I run to the car and I open the door and I'm like, I'm like crying. Dude, it's like the most embarrassing <laughs> thing. This guy's I'm, dying inside. I'm like the 13 years old, like it's just like all the social pressures and the You had to call your mom because you shit your pants. <laughs> Holy so, fuck, dude. No, no, this story gets better. This story whoa, gets, whoa, what? This story gets better. So I get down to the car and I open the door and I'm like, she knows, right? <laughs> <laughs> she knows because like I'm literally like in tears like this is the most I like had to just run away from my friends like I gotta go by like run and I open the door and I go to sit in the passenger seat <laughs> and she goes no <laughs> and I'm like what and she's like you can't sit here so I like close the door. Mom, I, I need you. I fling myself into the back of the car, and she's like, "No, not this." She's like, "The seats." <laughs> and so I'm like in the back of the car, like like upright, like off the chair, like almost half standing in the back seat, like so my ass isn't anywhere near the seats. And and we're like, we go home, and I just mean I I, I crapped myself all night. Like it was like I was in the bed. Whatever I had eaten that day, well, it was, it was, it was, Ugh. it was like literally like tearing my insides apart. But when I got home, I just walked into the shower, shoes, <laughs> socks, it's garbage, <laughs> like like garbage. like like in like a soldier like stranded, just walking out into the ocean, just being <laughs> like like that was me. I just walked into the house and I was just like <laughs> into the shower, just let it all wash off. Man, going to play like, football and then eating bad stuff is not a good combo. There's a time I was in I was in Pee Wee football. I would never in my life do this now no I for think. sure there's a time I was in peewee football and before I went to practice so we practiced like I think it was 6 30 so I got home and my mom had made dinner like earlier whatever she was home I think she had my brother so yeah she was home from work anyway she made salmon and some like rice and kind of shit right so I ate that and we were going to football and I was running around and I started barfing my guts up <laughs> and my coach is like are you all right and I'm like no man he's like you eat something bad I'm like yeah I had bleh. like I had some salmon bleh. and he looks at me he's like who the fuck eats salmon before football <laughs> yeah so I mean like I think I think that day for me I was like I'm, I think I must have eaten like steak or something at lunch and I'm like leftover steak 
like raw red meat, like just like fucking like turn me inside out. Like, Ugh. yeah, why would I eat like a leftover steak dinner before I go run around at the park for like two hours? Like, fuck, that's good. Yeah, like you're just not smart enough to be like, that's no, no, it's like, not a good idea. Like, I don't eat a ribeye and then take a greyhound. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Fucking hell, dude. Okay, so what is your fondest family memory as a child? Oh. I can tell you what wouldn't be my mom's fondest. Okay. Off the top, I'll try to think of something about, I don't know, we have some good ones, but, so my mom took me, my mom and my dad took me to Marineland when I was like, (laughs) I don't know, like four. Everybody loves it. Oh, evidently not me. Everybody (laughs) but Matt loves Marineland, ba-dum-bum. So (laughs) they take me to Marineland and all I did was sit in this whale-shaped stroller and cried and ate fizz candies. <laughs> you know how fucking annoying that would have been? My mom was young, too, so my mom would have been, like, I don't know, like, 20. She, I mean, she was, like, 20, so she would have been, like, 24, 25 years old. So you were, like, what, the demon child? That yeah, like Dude, they brought me from New... Like, we went to Ottawa, and then we drove from Ottawa to Marineland, wherever the fuck that is in Ontario. Right. And all I did the whole time was bitch and cry. I was a shit kid, dude. I, I have apologized to my mom so many times for how big of a dickhead I was. Oh my god! Like this dude. One time we go to the fucking movies, and the girl's like, "Okay, so it's you know one adult and kids are free, and like a six and under is free." And I was like, "No, I'm seven. Like I was saying, like I would, ki- I would kill child version of me. I would actually murder child version of me." But you made okay. it easy for her. Fondest right? memory. Okay, is is it bad that I think of the bad ones more than the fond ones? No, that's literally like how we're programmed. Yeah, I think like. so too. Okay, so fondest childhood memory. I remember the Game Boy Advance was popular and like, sorry, not Game Boy Advance, just the Game Boy Color and Pokemon had just come out, Pokemon Red and Blue. Okay. And that's all I wanted for Christmas. And my dad was like, I'll do my best, blah, blah, blah. And then I remember him telling me before Christmas, I'm really sorry. They like, I couldn't get one. They were sold out everywhere. And I was like, that was decent with it. I'm like, that's a cool man. So I'm opening my gifts and I got Pokemon Red and he's like, I'm really sorry. I bought you the game and I just couldn't get the Game Boy. Yeah. And then at the end of everything, like, I guess I wasn't a shithead. I was good with it. He was like, oh, one sec. Got another uh, present. Classic. Oh, wait, and it was there's the Game Boy, more. And it was the, exactly, and it was the Game Boy Color. And I, dude, I put so much, I was a, like, I spent a lot of time, like, I was a recluse as a child, I think. Like, I just love playing my fucking Game Boy, dude. That was the shit. Oh, we grew up in those, we grew up in that fantasy land. Like, fucking. Yep. Play your Pokemon Red for like twelve hours. You're like, go to bed. You're like playing it under the covers. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I think every kid did that. Yeah, yeah. P.S. Mom, you can't ground me and take away all my video game systems and stuff, and then not take my <laughs> Game Boy. You silly goose! Like, what do you think I did? I hid beside the side of my bed there yeah. and ripped Game Boy for like four hours a night. Of course, yeah. Like, it's like who's gonna stop you? You're like, this is perfectly made for me to hide away and be totally good. So, especially when they had the built-in lights. Good lord. You like oh you can rock that shit till you were like sleep. Why are you so sleepy in class? Like oh, because I stayed up all night playing fucking Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. All right, buddy. What's up? What's next? This one's a little easier for you here. Oh, thank God. What would the first place you would want to travel to be once it's safe to travel again? That's pretty easy. Australia. Australia. Oh, that that makes total Family sense. Family there now. Total Normal sense. There. Total sense. Sisters there. Like, so you guys are full time now, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, for sure. Also, just because like I want to, I want to see that area of the world. I would love to do Australia, and then actually, I would like to do uh, New Zealand as well because it's right there. Like, Fair enough. Australia's a lot of desert, isn't it? I mean, yeah. If you go that way, sure. Yeah. But the people do the people live that way? Like most people are on Less the coast, right? Yeah. Like I, southeast coast kind of thing. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, it's mostly like it's coastal living, like most. But no matter where you're at, there's animals that just want to kill you, right? <coughs> yes, I understand everything. Yeah. Everything murders people there. And uh, so. also, it's upside down everywhere you look. Yes. Yeah. Shit, man. Yeah, you throw a ball, it, it curves. Up. So like the spiders like jump to yeah. the ceiling from the floor. Yeah. And like just like descend. They like. Oh my god, how terrifying would that be, dude? Crawl- <laughs> oh my god, how terrifying would it be if spiders on the floor would just crawl by you and then ascend with like web into the air Climb up and open the- their legs? No, just in the air. Oh. Just in the middle of the room, just like. Uh. Yeah, that's pretty terrifying. Jesus Thanks Christ! For, there's there's some like uh, horror movie directors. I don't want to like, go to Australia. Ooh. I don't want. I'm good. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. No, I'd love to check it out. I just don't like the idea of like having to check my boots and my windshield visors sure. in my car so that hunts. Well, you know spiders when you sleep there, are spiders crawl out of your mouth and like back in. So like, they say. So like when you're leaving, when you're in Australia, like there's like there's like a whole like colony of spiders in you, and then when you fall asleep at night and you mouth breathe, they just come and go as they please. Oh, yeah. oh, I was unaware. Is that how yeah. they breed? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's how they get those accents. Right? Oh. It's the spider colonies in them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to go to New Zealand These as fucking well. Fucking arachnid people. I, <laughs> I want to go to New Zealand as well. They're going to rescind my citizenship. Yeah, your head's just going to start. We heard, the, we heard the fucking jokes you made about us. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. As they pull out their spoons to try to stab you. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a nightmare. Uh, yeah, and I'd like to go to New Zealand too, probably because I just want to see like the I just want to see that like Lord of the Rings. Apparently, it's gorgeous, land. man. Like, it's yeah, fucking like, beautiful. Yeah, I want to see the like rolling tr- forested hills and shit. Like I would, that. I'd love to see that too. That'd be great. Nature, nature, shit. Great, man. That's all. Right. That's you know, I'm, I'm all about it. All right. So your next question is: If you could have anyone as a mentor, who would it be? As a mentor. A mentor. Oh fuck, that's a good question. Who do I idolize? Wow, I'm going to show a lot about myself here. Yeah, this is this is revealing. I, th- I feel like I would probably pick something similar to you. I would go with like a famous head coach because I would, that would probably turn me so I would go into football coaching. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I genuinely think someone like Bill Belichick, straight up. If they were He'd actually... probably be so bored. No, because apparently he's completely different off the field. He's like a legitimately super engaging and intelligent guy and funny as fuck. I think I'd pick Bill All Belichick. Right. Bill Belichick. Because I think I could learn, obviously, infinitely amount of shit about football, but I think he would also be able to simultaneously teach me a lot about life. You know? Yeah. Really, like, bland answer, but Sexual I think... Shit, eh? I, th- I think I'd, I'd take Bill Belichick, honestly. All right. That's a, that's a, you're picking a guru. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right. Like, I'd, I'd want somebody that would want to, like, you know, whip me into shape, like, be right, like, you're right. uh, yeah. Somebody to, somebody to iron out all your, all your bad Yeah, not, not pat my ass and tell me I'm doing a good job, right? <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> and we are getting a good look at you now, eh, buddy? Yeah, for real. Oh, all right, buddy, you're up next here. Okay. Okay. What's up? Have you ever had a reoccurring dream? And if so, did you look to did you look it up to see what it means? I, I don't dream that much anymore. Because you I smoke dream. weed, dude. Yeah. I think Seriously. Like, yeah. Is that why? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, why. actually, you know what? Every when I when I don't smoke weed, I you have extremely vivid dreams. It's such not extremely body. vivid. I just do. I oh. just like do I like and like I can I I think I do when I smoke weed sometimes but I don't I never remember them. Well, like, so you never have you ever like written a dream down or anything like that? No, I've never done the journal thing. No, no, no. But I will say, okay, if I have, if I have one that I remember having a lot, it's not the exact recurring dream, but it's a recurring scenario, and the scenario oh, okay. is always is always that I arrive for something on time. That requires some requires some sort of getting ready, and for some reason, getting ready takes so long that by the time I'm actually ready, 
whatever I was getting ready for is over. So if I'm psychoanalyzing like, you, so you're you're worried about taking extra time doing this, is that deep down you're actually a woman? <laughs> interesting, doctor. Interesting, interesting. So tell me, when do you want to transition, Daniel? That's right. To Daniela. Is that what it means? Is that what it means? No, if I Google just... the meaning. I think if I psychoanalyze myself for real, I would say that that is my innate fear of taking too long to do the things that I want to do in life and thus life passing me by in oh, the waiting period. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Because that, that scenario in a dream has changed as I've gotten older. But the, it used to be when I was in high school, it was. It was getting ready for a football game. And you were late I'd for football? Arri- yeah, I'd arrive yeah, yeah. at the locker room. I'd be like, yo, I gotta get my socks on. But like, putting it my socks on would on. take like, it's like my arms weighed 900 pounds. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> uh, like pulling one sock out takes like a half hour. And then I'm like, no, the game's not over. I can still make it. Like, it's it, it's something about like, for some reason, not being able to get my shit together in time for something is is like the recurring theme. So that's hmm. that's that's the only one I can think of. But not like a specific, like exact, like I'm in, I'm in the woods and there's a, a log cabin in the distance and I, I smell a fire on the horizon. Like it's not like I, a recurring scenario where it's the same thing every time, like something out of like okay. the Twilight. But zone. the same kind of like concept. Okay, I got you. Yeah, the same, the same like sense that. of panic comes up. I like it. the fact that you have panic in your dreams. It's great. Right. <laughs> no, yeah, but. there's some like sort of like impending time running out panic. Yeah, I get that. That's good. That's that's the inner workings of the inner machinations of my yeah, bewildering insane mind. mind. All right, what do you have next? Is what do you think your greatest strength is? Oh man, it's a job interview one here, buddy. Fuck, do I give a job interview answer? Or do I give a real answer? This is your chance to answer as though you were not that that your livelihood was not dependent on it. Dead air. Yeah. What do you think my greatest strength Dead is? Dead air. Reality? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. It's hard to pick just one. No, it's not what I'm getting at. Um, I think, off the top of my head, my greatest strength, I wouldn't go so far as leadership, but I would think in situations where, like, there's no one that wants to step up or something and you're in like a really awkward situations. I've been really okay. good at being like forced into being like, okay guys, we're doing X, Y, and Z. Like you're going to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. in like an emergency situation. Yeah. But then again, when I have emergency stuff just happens solely to me, I swear I like panic sometimes. So right. maybe that, I don't know if you're that better be. in a group than you are. Yeah. Like I'm definitely better in it. I'm better at, I'm pretty good at delegating within a group. Sure. But then I'm also... Who doesn't like giving orders? But then I'm also, I guess, a, a self-centered cunt in the fact that I'm like, my best ability is to tell you what to do. <laughs> so, like, I don't think... I don't think that's it. That's um, everybody, though. Everybody likes everybody likes critiquing other people's lives and shit. I think... Actually, do. no. I think my, my greatest strength would be when it doesn't involve me, when other people are asking for advice or this or that, talking about it, being able to look at it from like a logical perspective and then being able to try to talk to people and be like, listen, like get your emotions out of it. Right. This is what's going on. When it comes to myself, I'm, I'm shit at it. Emotion takes over and I don't Naturally. know, I guess I, you know what I mean? I'm not able to apply yeah. that lens, but yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Okay. Being able to, to Natural just born apply later. logic. I like it. I apply logic to situations. Okay. You know? Naturally born logical that you're, you're primed for office. <laughs> No. That's right. We need too we need many more leaders like you, my friend. Too many secrets. <laughs> too many Wait. Facebook pictures I got to tell. Don't tag me in that. Don't tag me in that. <laughs> People are going to look it up now. What's next? All right, buddy. What's if you next? could change anything about yourself, 
what would it be? If I could change anything about myself? Anything. Yep. I mean, well, categorically between like physically and psychologically. This tells a lot about you. Right. How you answer this. Sure. I, I'll, I'll take the non-vain option. And Good I'll choice. Psych- psychologically. Because physically there's some obvious ones. But <laughs> psychologically, I'd probably change my inability to focus on anything for a long period of time. Like like okay. my ability to be motivated or like my motivation to focus in on something for a long period of time. Like there are so many things I want to do. I just can't bring myself to do them and do them for long, extended, invested periods of time. I must have like uh, like com- some subtle like ADD or like some form of it that we have in our generation where we're like constantly like, what's my phone doing? Just too much dopamine interjection yeah. with our brains and stuff like that. I need yeah. one of those like, uh, one of those like, you know, like the tech CEOs who like go to like the Far East and go to some you know, shaman retreat and, and don't speak for 10 days or something like that. I need one of those like millionaire, like pretentious, like hey man, cleanses or something. My buddy's a tattoo artist and uh-huh. he did that and it's one of the, he said it was one of the best things ever. Completely like helped his tattooing. It changed his style too because he he's sure. learned some Indian art stuff. But like I think there is actually like, like a lot of as much like. as I make fun of like the tech culture stuff like that. Like I think there is a lot of merit within it, right? Like, sure, that's one of the reasons why I've actually tried lately a couple times again for the first time in a long time to meditate again, Good which call. is so fucking hard if you haven't done it for a long time. Yeah, like it's been a it's been a hot minute. You like all of a sudden are just like, oh my god, this is the noisy this stupid fucking brain of mine it's too fucking noisy like you just like you realize like again you're like completely back to beginners yep the transition from hearing stuff around you to not being able to focus on stuff sorry not focusing on stuff around you to then allowing things around you to just be is like it it takes a long time right but it's also just like stopping the chattering in your head like like the number and then you're thinking about not thinking and then it's like the, then thoughts start off that it's like to actually like have no thought in your head is is requires practice and it's like to try again and be like yo it's been so long that I'm back to like literally feeling like I'm swatting flies in my own head when I'm trying to like not think it's like fuck this is like such a this is like getting back on a bike and like putting training wheels on it it's still crashing mm. and being like whoa I got a long way to go like before yeah I'm for back real to, I'm still fucking wobbling and I got training wheels on yeah shit. exactly Am I asking you? Yeah, you're up next, buddy. Did, like, did I, or are you asking me? I just asked you um, if you could change anything about yourself. Right. Okay. So you're all right. Here we go. Okay. We're we're losing we're losing the narrative as we go here. <laughs> all right. So uh, this is the sixth question. What life values slash bad habits did you learn from me, your mother, not me? Because if you answer about me, Shit. we're gonna have to cancel this show. So. Um. Actually, I think this is the biggest one. When it comes to minor shit like that goes wrong in my life, like traffic, that someone didn't change the garbage bag correctly, so my shit fell on the floor. Yeah, it's just little stupid shit. I get like worked up. Like it'll be like, what the fuck, man? But when it comes to the really big, big stuff, like you crashed your car and like we need to, I'm totally chill. It's like there's like this level of threshold where it's like when it's really severe, I'm almost able to like calm myself down and be like, so when it's cool, past let's get a certain level of severity, you're focused on the big picture. Kind Correct. Of. But when it comes to minor inconveniences, I'm I'm like you got tunnel vision. on. I'm got tunnel shit, vision. Right? Like, what the fuck, okay, man? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Sorry, mom. <laughs> but yeah, 
You get that sure. little bit of neuroses of like little bit. that just a, just a little smidge. Yeah. But like I said, man, like if I would have smashed my car into the house because I was drunk, my mom would have been like, "All right, I was driving, and we're Are gonna figure sure? out. <laughs> we're gonna figure out uh, how to how to make." You're gonna find better. out. You're gonna hear about that. Yeah, but if I didn't change you the toilet cra- paper, if you roll? drunkenly drove into your own house, <laughs> <laughs> she'd be like, "That's okay, as long as you're fine. As long as you're fine, Matt." Yeah, your mother's a saint. She is. She's literally like she's, she's. She she got it from my grandma. My grandma is a fucking saint. Actually, I shouldn't say my grandma. My mère. She's a. He's French, so. Okay. We gotta drop down. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I respect. I respect the hustle, man. Yeah. She. Oh, my grandmother's a saint. I could rant about that for hours. Not an evil bone in her body. It's gonna be. That's gonna be one of our future episodes. Oh, I'd love to have her on. Just she's you. Fucking hilarious, man. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Do you remember your obsession with 9/11? And what were you thinking what were you thinking about that made it such an obsession? Jeez, my mom brought like the She brought the fucking sledgehammer, eh? Yeah. Why were you so obsessed with 9/11? I didn't know this. This is true actually. This is a true thing. I I mean, you know, Like we at were, the time of 9/11? Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, so we were we were 10, right? Yeah, I was in 5th we grade. Both 91 kids. I was in 5th right? grade. So about 10, you were just short of 10, yep. I would have been just 10. So yeah, I remember it happening, and I. She's right. I I was like collecting newspaper clips and shit. Really? Like every day. Like I'd like cut them in the newspaper. I had like a big folder full of them. <laughs> what the fuck? At ten? Yeah. yeah. I had like picture. I like drew pictures of it and shit. Okay, we had total different. I've never told you this. Have I? No, dude. Okay, Probably yeah, is weird. This is, <laughs> this is true. When I was ten years old, please for, enlighten. For a couple months after it. Oh wow! I was like collecting newspaper articles. I was like, I literally like had a folder with like a drawn picture of it. What interested you about it? The fact that people could do something like that. I mean, like, I, the fact think, that people died? I think I I've thought like, about it a lot over the years because I keep coming back to it, trying to figure out what like like it's the kind of thing that like I should have been like seeing a probably should have seen like a psychiatrist. <laughs> psychiatrist for. Yeah, but dude, I like I had a pencil crayon colored thing of the of the buildings burning how are you not a 4chan like neckbeard guy now? Uh, <laughs> believe me there's a in the infinite universes there's, there's a, a few, few of those who are yeah like if i had never gone to college and like stayed home and like was still like a depressive teenager like in the basement all day that's exactly who i'd be yeah for sure so I'd literally be like one of those guys with like a selfie Twitter picture being like fucking Donald Trump's the greatest president who's ever lived. Like I'd be one of those guys for sure in, in alternate realities if things have taken a different course. I I, I, th- I think maybe it was such, I think it was like an earth shatteringly big thing to happen. You know what I mean? Like I think it was just like, it was it was an event that I could not comprehend. Right. Like the magnitude of it. We're 10 years old, right? Like what's the most serious thing I'd ever seen? I grew up in a, I grew up in a, in a you know, an upper middle class area, like pretty run of the mill childhood. Like, I.e. if I'm in a building, I'm never expecting that something goes yeah, wrong. Yeah. The concept like that, right? that, the concept that a buildings could explode and collapse and kill thousands of people. B that it would happen as a result of like exterior factions of people who would have like a vendetta against another group of people right, based right. on hatred that that would cause them to do that like somebody intentionally killed this many people by doing this like unbelievable act right and then i think it was too much process and finally the last thing was the fact that it was broadcasted live right that in the era of 24-hour news television which i mean even 2001 was still that right like those news channels were like made for 9-11 Literally, right? yeah. Like, while their morning shows are on, they're already like, we've got a report of a massive fucking thing. Like, the fact that we were sent home from school and I spent the afternoon that day watching the repeated loops of 
the things falling and the billowing smoke and the people running and like crying and screaming. Jesus. And then I don't know if you remember on the day of like they were still they had yet to realize how wrong it was to like show the clips of the people jumping. Oh yeah, the, dude, that's the, the most that's falling. the most horrifying like, thing to me was that. It's like again, I was 10. Yeah. Right? And it's like to see it on the TV was really like I don't think I could comp- I don't think I was I think my obsession with it was the inability to process it. Like, how do you conceive of what you've seen, right? And you hear these words, hijack, terrorist, you know, a number of people dying that you try to, you can't even, you don't even know what 2,000 of anything looks like. Right, right. Right? And then, like, the, you know, the the smoke, the kind of haunting, like, thick smoke-covered faces, the people who, like, were walking with the ash all over them. I'm like, it's kind of terrifying for a child, right? And I watched too much of it on the TV, I think. Okay. And then I read too much of it in the newspapers and then I just remember, I don't remember what snapped that. I think there was a point where my my mom was like, that's enough of that. Did stop like, drawing burning buildings, Yeah, I kid. think she <laughs> was like, I think this is enough and I think, I'm, I, I think you don't need this little fucking obsession thing you've got going on. And I think I was just kind of like, okay. Like I might have been like annoyed but also like, I think that's probably right. Like, I don't remember how it ended. Maybe my mom remembers how it ended, but I don't remember it extending much further than a few months after. We had such different fucking experiences with 9-11, and right. this is such a big difference between the two of us. Holy shit. So you had this obsession with, like, how could people dying and shit? Yeah. I remember going back, and it was right after lunch. They sat us down on the carpet. Right. We still did this, so and she same brought thing, us yeah. around. It was like, because we didn't cancel school, and they said to us, like, hey, guys, something happened today. Does anyone know? Yeah, and this kid Travis with his hand up was like, "Yeah, like I think some like dudes crashed a plane into a building or something," and we were all like, "Oh, word!" And that's kind of how we saw it. And then I remember being frustrated that every single cartoon channel I wanted to watch, like Fox on Sunday morning and shit like that, yeah. was just this plane. And I'm like, I'm tired of this shit. Like I just want to watch my you cartoon. Were inconvenienced by literally inconvenienced as a dumb, ignorant ten year old kid. Yeah, where you're over here. Fucking drawing, I was like, like trying to analyze it, like, like hyper scribbling with a red crayon, yeah, the fire like, color. Okay, like for anybody, like that's literally if you imagine like a crazy ten year old kid, like like pencil crayoning a, a a a drawing of the twin towers blowing up at ten years old, like that's exactly what you think it is. Oh, if Jesus. you're imagining in your head, it looked exactly like that. Oh Jesus! And I like that's what I mean. Like I think I think I for some I, I think I might have been a not no I don't know, but like a victim of of the news coverage of it. Probably like maybe like there should have maybe like the TV should have just been off that day. It should have been like something's happened. Don't watch it. Like that's the kind of thing. I think I remember like staying up at night and thinking. I feel like that was too big of a thing to like you'd need to at least let your kid know what was up and then be like, okay, we're going to stop obsessing about this, Daniel. But like like, I don't think you should hide that from your kid. That was too big of a cultural thing. Every channel was taken over for days and like and all that stuff and and sports. They talk about it during sports. They talk like. You remember everything got canceled for like a yeah. week and all yeah, that man. shit, right? And they're like, talking about if the Jets should play and yeah, all that stuff. They still still played and, and it was a big was thing. The, the comeback and the flags and the the salutes and and like and then the fact that it just turned into this the twenty years of the world we live in now, where right? they're just like attacking people for oil. Yeah, that it like changed the course of history, <sighs> and then there was like this all these all these things that have happened around the world since, right? Like I don't know, I don't know. It's crazy. All right, let's uh, let's move on. To something Please. less insane. Okay, what's my mom got? I think you got. A, I think you probably got another good one here. Okay, oh, that's actually a good one. If you can be reborn into any era, place, or time, what would it be and why? Um, hmm. I feel like I I really would have been a '70s kid. 
I think the yeah. 80s was a little too like metal for me. I think I would have rather. No. Uh, yeah, I'd say the 70s. I was going to say the 60s, but I think the 70s would have been a little bit better. Technology was a little bit better right. and, and personality wise and shit. Like there was still, you know, like psychedelics going around good music <laughs> free love well that was more the 60s That's but the 70s true. still yeah. had that but it was a little bit more advanced you know what i'm saying yeah. like i think the 70s man i think right my, before those like hardcore 80s came around yeah i don't think i'm i'm for the metal 80s the 90s like i i was t- a little too young the 90s were rad but yeah we lived through those i don't know yeah so I, i'd have to say this the 70s and i got the hairstyle for it like i could you do now yeah. I, I look like hide a little you know a little, like you know, not you gotta as curl cool. It out, man. Yeah, well, it does curl out, bro. Does it have Seriously, hair. curl. But you uh, kind of got snowboarder hair going on right now. Yeah, I, I got yo. I live in Boulder, Colorado, yeah, and you probably want to yeah. drug test me. You look like I you look like you job. like volunteer at the X Games. <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> uh, I don't pay rent anywhere. I just sleep on a different yeah. guy's couch every yeah. week. That's the dream, bro. That's the dream. That's the dream, bro. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Um. Do you remember the stuff that went on in the basement of 52 Belcourt that made Katie and David think it was haunted? Vaguely, they would remember better. But yeah, we lived in this house. Um, there's like this one floor bungalow house and, and my brother and my sister both lived in the basement. It was like, it had this weird segmented basement where like one was a bedroom with a door and the other one was like not, it was like, a segmented area of the basement that was like kind of next to like this downstairs living area where my sister slept. Uh, it, was, it was just like plyboard walls. Like it was just sort of a makeshift third room. I was the only, only two bedrooms upstairs, my mom and me, and then the two of them downstairs. In that house, both of them claimed that the basement was haunted. But to be fair, they had also claimed that like one of our other houses before was haunted. I think my siblings were just a little bit fucking nuts. <laughs> so there was I think already... they were both like smoking a lot of weed at that point. Well, how like, old how old were they at the time? They would have been remember? like uh, oh fifth. So this was like my fifth grade year. Uh, no, no, later than that, even like sixth or seventh grade. Okay, and so I was like what like eleven or twelve. Uh, we were 12. ten in grade five, so probably like twelve. Yeah, yeah, about twelve years old. So they would have been like in their mid late teens together. Okay, so, so they were probably they were probably burning smoking. Yeah, they were smoking a lot of weed. So they <laughs> so <laughs> they were both convinced. My brother claimed that he heard sounds. My sister claimed she. I think my sister had a, uh, the way she described it was what I believe is sleep paralysis. She described being para- unable to move and feeling hands on her. And I'm like, that's literally what sleep paralysis oh, is. Oh, and she just attributed it to Yeah, she was like, there's a haunted thing. And my brother thought he said, there was one thing though, which oh. was we got thrown out of that house because we had some, my mom only signed a six month lease. And it just so happened that when she signed it, that at the end of six months, the people who owned the property got a, an offer to sell it for, oh, to be developed okay. in a big fucking thing. So they were just like, we're not going to let you renew the lease. Like, you got to move. So we moved. On the last night we were in that house, we all had dinner together in the basement. Literally, like, we're leaving tomorrow and then this place is getting knocked down. And while we were down there, our dog and our cat, both during dinner, simultaneously were looking up into the ceiling and their heads were moving in unison back and forth. Like this, like oh, something. Oh, dude, out of that's fucking, fucking horrifying. And we were all sitting there, and we all looked up. There wasn't like a fly. There was just the two of them were just like back and forth, and they were in unison, and we were just like, "Oh my god, this place is haunted." <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "I'm gonna like, get the fuck out of here right now." That was like, and our whole thing was like, "Something's in here because the house is getting torn down, and we're leaving." 
And like, I was just like, okay. And then, we, and that was the end of it. We didn't get eaten that night or something or possess, but I will say one thing when I lived in that house in those six months, that was when I had one of my only seizures of my life was in that house too. So do you think the ghost was fucking with you? my brain? Yeah. Just, something like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was just like choking me out in my sleep. Like Bart yeah. Simpson style. Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's what happened. So uh, I do remember. Yeah, I Yo, do remember that. Maybe that's what seizures are. It's just ghosts choking people. Maybe. Maybe. And they just mm-hmm. pick on certain people a lot more. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, they're over like, time. Your brain's just, really got a problem. They're just like, no, there's just one ghost that's just like... Just continuous. Like he got choked, so now he's choking you. Yeah, there's people who have like a seizure every 20 minutes. They're like, it's, it must Fucking be Fucking ghosts, man. There's some sort of like serious problem with the brain there. It's like, no, it's just a ghost that's a complete asshole. You imagine someone who you said that to you, they woke up, they're like, no, I have a ghost that chokes me occasionally. Like, <laughs> this is so much worse than we We thought. should start doing that. We should what? go to grocery stores and pretend to have seizures and then like wake up fine and be like, oh no, no it's just my I ghost. Just, I just had an actual <laughs> yeah, thing you like actually that. actually just did have that happen. It's not yeah. fun. Yeah, they're going to be like, not you again, buddy. <laughs> each individual grocery store and collapse. I okay. told you it's my ghost. Yeah, I was just trying to score some like free food. Okay, am, I, a, am I asking you? Yeah, you're up. I'm doing a bad job of keeping track. I you're tell all you. good, man. You're doing good. You're 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 a good game manager right now. You know that. Thanks. That's I good. told you it's one of my strengths. At what age did you finally realize your mother was actually a lot smarter? <laughs> 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 this is great. Your mom asked you, at what age did you finally realize your mother was actually a lot smarter than you thought? But she unfortunately spelled it smatter. So unless she's from Boston. Yeah, when were you smarter than me, Ma? smarter than you. You know, your mom's smarter than you. I can't believe she did I'm, that. Um, oh, my God. So I'm evidently, sorry, Tracy, you uh, misspelled. She's, she's not smarter than me. You misspelled smarter, which is <laughs> uh, excellent. Okay, what's a big life lesson that I kind of had to learn? Um, oh, I know. I know one. Exactly. Okay. Um, she warned me when I was younger about who you associate with. Right. Because potentially, even if you're not breaking the law and just being a good person, yeah, if someone around you and the people you're hanging out with are doing illegal shit, it's very easy to get wrapped up in it and get busted for stupid shit yourself, even though you haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. And then I continued to actually see that happen in person. It's currently happening in my life with people we know. Um, the affiliation, the affiliation with crime and stuff, absolutely right. It, and yeah. just putting yourself in bad positions can really come around to, to fuck with you, and it, it can. It's true. I mean, it's sad to say, but it's the truth, right? Like, it's wise. Gotta watch out, man. You gotta watch out who you're hanging out with, because I mean, you could be not the spelling that counts. No. It's the wisdom behind. It's the it. wisdom. Yep, absolutely. That's right. So I gotta say that. Um, I think that's probably the biggest one that she was bang on right I remember actually I think I told her that she was right about that yeah. so I don't know we'll talk to her after nice. just find out yes, that's, that's, a, that's a wise lesson pretty succinct answer but yeah, yeah it's probably good. the best one good. brevity something neither of you and I are good ah, at brevity the soul of wit uh-huh. wow who wrote who said that uh, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark Mark Twain no Shakespeare damn dummy <laughs> I don't know any Shakespeare quotes other than that other than to be or not to be fucking hate you <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, shit next up what was your f- okay this is an easier one what was your favorite tv show as a kid oh this is thanks mom thanks thanks for going back to some underhand tosses nah. my favorite tv show as a kid i you know the one i think i actually like loved the most was digimon oh I fucking oh man layup good loved answer it. Good answer. Pokemon like, I was, was a huge popular, Pokemon but kid, but Digimon, there was something about the camaraderie and the fact that they actually talked to each other that I was like, that I like more. Digimon that I like seemed like, 
it was aimed. So we were like really young when Pokemon and Digimon were right. big, big, big. Like when they first birthed, we were like yeah. early elementary, like grade one, two, three kind of shit. Yeah. Digimon seemed like it was aimed at kids that were like three or four years older than us. Yes. It was a little more mature. Yeah, they were. So more it ended up themes. seeming like cooler than Pokemon. But I loved, I loved Pokemon. Like, don't get that twisted. It just had no longevity in the end. It just fell no, apart not at after all. a little it while. It really did. And the Digivice toys were so fucking. Yeah, cool. they really dropped the ball. They dropped the ball on the on the. On the merchandising, oh Pokemon! Like Pokemon is still killed it with the video games, and Digimon just like couldn't get there with theirs either, and it's just the games. Actually, the PlayStation one was pretty fucking good, man. Digimon World, they you were know what it was? Man. I think I think Nintendo got in on Pokemon and put them on those Game Boys, Game Boys, which were all being owned by young kids. Hundred percent. Digimon, I think, only made like only focused their games on like PlayStation and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, nah. And I think the big thing too is that because the Game Boys, excuse me. And I think the big thing too is that because Game Boys were portable. Yeah. We're bringing them to school. Yeah. We're bring- so we all had Digimon and Pokemon cards at my school. Yep. They were just as popular for trading and shit. People were into both. Yeah. But the Pokemon game on the Game Boy, man, that shit was like... Remember you used to be like put them crack. together and like trade and stuff? Yeah, dude. Yeah, and we yeah, got the link got cables that. and we play yeah, like on yeah. recess and lunch. That When that shit came out, dude, my, that's that why... That was the winning move. That's why I said, I'm like, I hated to pick what was my favorite one as a kid was the Game Boy thing. But like that legitimately for me as a kid, like... I was like cool at school, like immediately. You were one, of, <laughs> like seriously. It was like, yo, like yeah, that's how that's how shallow. I was a is shallow child. No, I just like, wanted to be loved. That age though, that's how shallow kids are. They're Buy just me like, gifts have a so thing? I can be cool at school. You have thing, you cool. I was like, that's all it takes, man. I wish I wish it yep. was that simple. Oh man, that yeah, those were fucking days. So Digimon was your favorite, eh? Good choice, good choice. Yeah, and yet that didn't continue. I wasn't like a big anime kid. I didn't play like Yu Gi Oh and shit when I got older. That was just like I think that was one of those things that just got stuck. I think once I got more and more into sports, that stuff just kind of got phased out Went to out the wayside, yeah. Yeah, I would think so. All right, let's see what we got here for you. Oh, now you get... Now, now she's bringing the heat. Oh, fuck. All right, what do you fear? That's, that's a tough one. I would have said failure, but my former... Uh, not therapist but person I talk to right. like that kind of shit social person I guess social worker thing <laughs> told me that I fear success and that I self-sabotage or I don't believe in myself enough and I don't think that I'd be able to do certain things when in fact I have the ability to so I've been told that I have that I don't know how true that is right but it made me kind of think about it but I think do you I, actively fear it though I I don't think so but I think a lot of choices I make I'm just like, ah, oh, I'm cool. I'm chilling. That I'm seems like, like a more of a subconscious one. Yeah, that's that's like, it, right? I wonder if that's why I'm not motivated to try anything because I'm like, I wouldn't know what to do if I was successful at it. Yeah. So it's like, it's, I'd rather be comfortable and easy than be... Or like too worried about like what comes along with the success of like, what right. if someone's leg breaks when I'm a doctor and I don't know how to pr- properly yeah. take like, care of it kind of thing, like, right? finds me and hates me for something? I yeah, exactly, right? Um, yeah. Other than that... Um, okay. I fear on like a physical spiders. level. Giant no, I'm Australian actually, spiders. Yeah, yeah. Um, spiders I'm actually cool with. I'm, I do not fuck with basement house centipedes. I, oh. Those things are like, one of those pops out from like under a sock or something in like an, an unfinished basement. Holy fuck, bro. They move fast. I'm 5'7 and I'm probably going to hit the eight foot ceiling like that. <laughs> All right, what you got? All right, man. Who's your first really big crush? And what was it about them that you liked? Uh, I was in the sixth grade. That this is a depressing right. story. 
Oh, do you want to skip it? No, I'll tell it. Oh. I'm literally telling, dude. This is this is this episode will have all my worst stories. Oh, you bored? Actually, thing. you know what? They're really not that bad, but they're just funny because I'm old enough now to be like, it doesn't, it hasn't like scarred I, me horribly. I was twelve. Who cares? Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. I was in the sixth grade, and I liked this girl Jess in my grade. Like, does she listen to the podcast? Yeah, I'm sure she does. Um, and she, of course, did not like me back at all. And I don't remember what I liked about her. I think it was just like. I think I, I don't know. I think it was just like I was in the sixth grade, and it was like the first time my brain was like, "That's a female," and you're like, the wheels spin a little yeah, bit. And you're yeah. like, uh, I want to be friends with her. Like, <laughs> I think friends in a way that's not like other friends. I want to be maybe. friends like, in the coat room, yeah. just you and I. <laughs> like, you just the first time your brain like kicks something into gear and is. You want to like, come over oh. to my my hook and hang your coat up? So I'll tell the story about how it went, which was, I liked her. She clearly did not like me back. And one time, at uh, we were all hanging out. A bunch of people were hanging out at someone's house, and I like said something to her, and she had, <laughs> she had one of my close friends take me aside and tell me that she didn't like me. Oh, that's <laughs> crushing! Couldn't do it herself. Crushing. She had one of my friends do it for her. Fucking bitch. And then I had to go back to the like gathering of this house we were at and be like, "Oh, cool." Aware that the deed had been done. Was, was it? <laughs> like, was it? A, was it a PCP party? Yeah, of course. Pop Six and parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actual PCP. Oh somewhere. fuck! Is yeah, that's that's where my PCP. How was she not all over you and thinking you were like a I superstar? I don't know, man. What I don't know how these girls were. What a all shame, over buddy. Me. It was tough. It was a tough scene. It was a tough <laughs> scene. All right, I got to move on for 12. you here. Uh right. What do you want for your birthday and Christmas? Do oh man, that's a fucking bullshit. Do you want to skip that one? Use a veto. She'll be mad probably if I don't answer that because she wants an answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like she's trying to circumvent so she knows what to get you. He wants a uh, he wants an Audio Technica AT two thousand and five USB microphone from Amazon. You need to say that again slower. She's old. It's an Audio Technica AT two thousand and five USB microphone with a boom arm. With a boom arm and some fucking Gucci clothes. And some 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 slides. I want Gucci slides. Gucci clothes. Gucci slides. Gucci slides. Okay. Is that you see, that? you see, yeah, that's my answer. You see, you you, I'll separate that as a clip on its own and just send it to her directly. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it from the show. Sure. Okay, you can ask me another one then. Did I? What? Do you want me to ask you another one? Yeah, sure. We okay, got, cool. got more stuff. So. All right. All right. So the next question for you, buddy, is this is another good one here. Where do you see yourself in ten years? And do you think you will have kids someday? Should I ask that question half so you don't have to answer the second half? <laughs> I'll answer the kids part. That's totally fine. Okay. So both of them? Where do I see myself in 10 years? Yes. Where do you so see it's the yeah, same it was, question? It was a, yeah, it was, a, it was a double question. She really, she she brought the A game here, right? She slipped in a double question on yeah. you there. Where do I see myself in 10 years? Um, definitely with another dog. So yeah. I'll have multiple dogs. Okay. Hopefully married to my girl, everything going great. Like I want, I do want that normality in life. Like, and she's fantastic. So it's good to say all the right things. Good. <laughs> so, great. I mean, work wise, I don't know if I'll stay in the same position. I might do you move. often think, are you a person who even thinks that way? 
like, where am I going to be in 10 years? Not when I was younger, but I find as I'm getting older, I'm starting to yeah. kind of be like, hey, you're going to be 30 here, buddy. Like, you should probably try to maximize Nature's your life. Catching up so I'm now. starting to think about it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if I'm going to completely change my field of work. I I think I'll change roles. Um, but I think as a person, I really want to, I really want to just keep sharpening up what I've been trying to do. Just learning different things. Yeah. Whether that be reading, um, watching documentaries because it's COVID and we can't actually do anything <laughs> right now. I think just trying to, trying to separate work and home and, and being able to really enjoy my home time and not have work stuff creep into it. Right. I think if I'm in a place where like I'm in a steady relationship, everything's going well, we got a couple dogs and we got our house and everything's going well, that's when I think the kids will come into the question. Um, so kids, I keep going back and forth on this. Right. I have days where I do not want kids at all. Cause I'm like, man, like I got to get my dog babysat for me to go away for a week. I got to, if I want to yeah. go to my buddy's house, like I got to make sure my girl can watch the dog or my, my mom or right. my brother or whatever. Right. So the dog in and of itself has been a good example for me of like what responsibility would be. And that's mm. obviously a microcosm of kids. Mm. So that is always a little like off putting. And then there's the, you know, the, I think the basic human need of like wanting to like help other people and what more so, is a helping and learning experience like coaching, you know, what what more can you have other than having a kid and trying right, to like raise the balance them? between time spent. Really, yeah, really. yeah. I think that's from everybody I've talked to that has kids, it's, it's the most rewarding thing they've ever done in their sure. life and like it also you're, crushes you're, their soul. Correct. So yeah. that's where it's like, man, like I don't know. And I I honestly keep going back and forth. I think I think the true thing for me will be if I'm financially in a position and I have the time to properly yeah. devote because I don't want to have a kid and never be around or not have the money. You know right. what I mean? Like or I be just stress like stretching yourself. Yeah, thin, like, like yeah. I don't want to put myself in that situation because yeah. kids can feel that stress, and I don't want my kid to be stressed about money. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you also don't want to like put the stress that you feel from being obligated. Yeah, right? like yo, shout out to my moms. My mom worked seven days a week when I was a kid, dude. Yeah, when I was real young, she left my her and my dad split up when I was about four or five, and. For a few years, my mom worked seven days a week, man. That Being woman deep into grinded. the mind. <laughs> deep into the mind. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I just, I don't know. And she did the incredible job. She, mom was killing it, by the way, so all that was worth it. Um, but I don't know. I just, I don't want... Shout out. I don't want to have to do that to be able to support my kid. Shout out, shout out Tracy. Shout out Tracy. Great shout job. Out Tracy. Good shit. Good shit, Tracy. Good shit, Tracy. All right, buddy. Yeah. If you had to eat the same dinner for a week, what would you pick? I'd pick. I'd eat eleven hot dogs a day <laughs> <laughs> to hit my seventy-three right, quota to for get the week. My seventy-three hot dogs <laughs> in the week. I eat seventy hot dogs. Yeah. Uh, if I could eat one food for an entire week, oh. Now this is a tough one because you got to get something that you could apply, that could be applicable for three meals a day. Okay, it says first dinner. Or, uh, dinner? Uh, eat the same dinner for a week, but well, we're gonna say it's every it's every meal. Okay, but it doesn't have to be just the steak. It can be like the sides too. So right. like one solid meal, like one entree, all you can eat. Yeah, one entree for the entire week. That's it. That's all you're able to eat. Okay, this is tough because I gotta I gotta cover some food groups, right? Oh, you're gonna think of it from a nutritional aspect, not just like a what you would enjoy yeah. to eat the most. Oh, okay. If I uh, all right, that's up to you. All right, I'll do. If I it, what would I enjoy eating every night? Or for every meal of a week? Every meal, fuck. Cereal? If 
probably because cereal's so trans. I think that's a safe pick because you could just get high and eat like sugar crisp. Yeah, I'd probably have like a steak dinner. I'd probably have like a New York strip loin. Mm. My mom would hate that. What would your sides be? Uh, I'd get uh, asparagus cooked in some butter. Because mm. you butter cook pan fries some no. asparagus. God damn. Uh, a little gnocchi pan fried as well. Again, some butter, seasoning salt. Um, and yeah, I could fuck with just that. Because then I got meat, I got a little cheesy potato, and I got some buttery asparagus. Try doing your asparagus in the oven with olive oil. And rock salt. I've done it. It's so much better. I don't like it. It's so I good. I like the buttery oh, taste. It's so good. That buttery fried taste, I don't know what it is. Hey, man, fair it's enough. It's probably like the most unhealthy fucking thing in the world, but there's something about that pan-fried buttery asparagus. I used to do the oven, always, and then I did pan fry with butter one time, and I was like, this, I'll never Fair I'll enough. Never hey, change. man, to each their own. Yeah. Fuck my my girl's got it down to a science in the oven with that shit. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. Hey. It's all about how you like to prepare your meal. But, dude, think about how bad your piss would stink if all you ate for a week was asparagus, bro. You'd be that guy at work, man. People would be like, what You'd have the to go fuck, use, like, one of the dude. different bathrooms or something. You'd be like, yeah. <laughs> go in when there's nobody in there. Fucking radioactive urine. It's... All right, so next up for you. <laughs> this this is clearly, like, an inside one, so you're going to have to maybe give some explanation here. So. Okay. Who do you think actually won the Fanny Hislop Award in grade eight? And when will I tell you the answer? Do you remember? I don't Holy know. Holy fucking so shit! Really yeah. Okay. So the Fanny Hislop Award was in grade eight. It was for the highest average overall. Okay. And me and this girl Chelsea Prosser, one of us had an eighty-eight point nine, and the other one was an eighty-eight point eight. I might be off by a decimal there, but because it was so close, my teacher gave both of us the award and wouldn't tell us, and made like who actually had the higher the higher average yeah. and m- told our parents and made them swear that they wouldn't tell us. And I don't know if they came up with this or if, if my teacher came up with this or my mom did. The condition is that she'll only tell me when we have our wedding dance. Like when I dance at the wedding with my mom, wow. like that thing, then she'll tell me. Wow. Yep. And I, honest to God, it, it was probably Chelsea. Like straight up, I think that it was her because my whole like academic career has been like, I was really good at school, but I, just like I didn't put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, I, had, I learned in university that it that shit don't fly. No, <laughs> that, that completely was a life shock. But right. in elementary and high school, it was kind of like, oh, what do you guys want me to do? All right, put the least amount of effort in to check off the level four box in your rubric, so I get eighties, and right. I would do that. Um, so I, I would say it was Chelsea. I'm interested to hear my mom Someday. hearing this. Yeah, but one day I'll find out. One day. All right. I forgot about that. That's right. a good ass right. fucking kid. question. What happened? Oh. Uh, existential dread and drugs. I right. Think. Yeah. <laughs> the like, usual combination that gets people. Like right? most yeah. smart kids that like drop off. Yeah. You start buying. You start reading conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> Misbehaving in public. Says like. the guy who had an obsession with nine eleven at right. ten years old. Yeah. No wonder you're getting lizard people ads on YouTube, buddy. <laughs> Somehow it knows it knows my childhood. Oh my god. It's got a record of my search history back to when I was like a young boy. All right, uh, man. What's up? If, if you could change one thing that is wrong with the world, oh. what would that thing be? Uh, oh, this well, is really poorly written. As Miss South Carolina. What would Carolina. that thing be that you think could have the most positive impact? Is that the same question? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yo, you dropped the ball here. You know uh, what? She, I think she was I think she was text typing on it. You were, Mom, you were on your tablet, weren't you? All right, so what is one, th- one thing I think that is wrong with the world? And what and, would you do to fix it? And what do I think would improve? What would have the most positive, positive impact? impact? So it, what's wrong with the world and what would you fix? Basically okay. is the question. Okay. Again, now, 
as as Miss South Carolina, I think that you know this is my pageant question basically. Mm. Um, I think that can I bring the tiara home with this answer? Drum roll, please. Do I? What do I think is wrong with the world? Uh, A a lack of belief and investment in education. I would agree with that. That that one we don't we don't put an emphasis on it in any society. Like even the like the best countries in the world don't treat education properly in other places like and in other places they just teach like whatever narrative or story works you know what i mean like like there's not there's there's like a control over what is taught you know what i mean right 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 and like how would i I, honestly how would i fix it is is just like a massive reinvestment in that like which is hard to do because obviously like the benefits of the benefits of investing in an education system like take decades to show well Right. I think we're walking examples of education just in our own lives that we can walk around and see. Like we were both That's like, I mean, sure. We well, were no, no, here, there's assholes, no, like. here's what I'm, here's what I'm saying about it though. Like we were, you know, decently smart kids. We did okay, but we didn't gain just, you know, school knowledge from university when we met. Sure. We talked about this earlier. We gained a lot of like just maturity and life experience and understanding and like wow going yeah, to university you know that's that's a failure of the education in the same way that okay I, that's the same fair. way that that's like fair. in high school like i was an underachiever i was an underachiever because i did not respond to the way anything was taught to me i fair. hated the way things were taught to me i hated lectures and having to just sit there and listen the whole time i'm like i was a hands-on learner you know can you mean? go like, to like wasn't your classes like different though like weren't you guys like friends with your teacher and you called them on the first no, name basis okay, no, no no that was that was uh i took an extra year of high school i had already graduated high school oh that I was didn't post need to take Northern. an extra okay. semester of school but yeah, i yeah. did because uh i was able to play an extra year of high school football if i took an extra semester and also it was like the delay year i only went for four months and then i did I, the same I thing worked, as you can yeah, see yeah and then i went to college played lacrosse worked. exactly Exactly. So yeah, no. That year, I went to this. I went to something called an alternative school. Yeah, we have those in. Yeah, which my is area. what it sounds like. It's like the place that's like things. Things get done a little differently. Yeah. It's mostly places where uh, kids who really do not fit in the in the regular public school system go to like uh, take another approach for kids who like literally still will like tell the teacher to go fuck themselves in the class. Flip the desk and walk out. Yeah. In their like, echo And jeans. the one I went to, there were a couple like that, but it was mostly like smart kids from other schools who just wanted to get like a few more eighties on their, on their cards so they could apply to school, which is exactly what I did. Smart. Uh, and yeah, and in that school we, t- we called the teachers by their first names. That was, that was their like alternative method. Like, feel like it makes people more equal dude i took a philosophy class from my philosophy teacher was always high noticeably high and everybody at the school was smoking weed too so of course we'd come to philosophy class high and then see the teacher who was also clearly high sitting on a yoga ball and we talk about like existential like what does it mean to do something for another person like <laughs> what is it what is a truly good act and we debate for 60 minutes do you remember in university when i took that course called evil and i told you about my professor Vaguely. Okay, so I went to this class. It was very forgetful. Fucking philosophy. The class was called Evil. So, yes, I was high when I went. So, I go to this class, and the first day, the professor's got a rat tail. Okay. And then he brings up the fact that he has a rat tail and says, Look, I'd love to be a Jedi, but obviously that shit isn't real. (laughs) So, what other profession would I be able to hold where I can hold a rat tail and it's okay other than a philosophy professor? Sure. So, I rock it. Anyway, so. (laughs) Philosophy teachers are. Basically, Jedi's without the powers. Couple classes later, I come in. I was lit, and so was this guy. (laughs) 
And there was a moment where, like, he was just talking, and we locked eyes, and he, like, just looked into mine, and I looked at his, and he gave me a subtle nod. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> I gave him one back, and like, he just continued on with the lecture. The universe brought you two together in that oh, exact fuck. moment. Wow. What a guy. I had a fucking rat tail and wanted to be a Jedi. You what? see, different techniques to education, you know? Not yeah. everybody learns the same, right? It's too, uh, it's too formulaic a system. That's how I would change the world. <laughs> to get back to where the I cut off all the I would encourage rat tail growth. That's yeah, I feel like no, I feel like rat the elimination of bad hairstyles is important. <laughs> I think we need to just let a few of them go as a species and just be like, this is not no. Yeah, like bowl cut. Yeah, rat tail. The mullet. I mean, poorly cut bangs. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we need Stop. to we need to lay a few of these bad cuts to rest I permanently. Agree. I agree. All right, man. This is another. I think another inside one for you. So it says, why did you squeeze the guts out of that fish in your fish tank when you were little? I paid $50 for that. <laughs> what the fuck was wrong with you? <laughs> I told you. I was a shit kid, man. I fucking, I like genuinely, if I, that's another reason I'm scared to have kids because if they act like I did, oh. I will hate them. And it's karma. Um, okay, so when I was a kid, my parents bought me this awesome, like, octagon fish tank okay. in my bedroom. Okay. It's it decent size. Like, I don't know, probably as tall as me kind of thing, right? Anyway, and inside of it were these, like, nice goldfish, like, wicked ones that had, like, these, like, I think it was, like, a panda. So it was, like, black and white and had, like, puffy eyes on okay. the side of its head. Yeah. Well, my mom came into the room, and I, unbeknownst to me or why I did this, I was maybe three and a half, four years old. I fucking, like, got up on a stool, I reached in the fish tank, and I just squeezed it. <laughs> Holy shit, you were a psycho. <laughs> yeah, dog. I think that's like a, the starting marks of a serial killer. Is okay, like, so yeah, like, like in some in, in alternate infinite universe, you're fucking Norman Bates. That like, progressed and started killing people, yes. Right, <laughs> By strangulation. If you didn't go to college or something, you ended up like murdering people. So mom, when you listen to this, the aunt, I don't know. I don't know why the fuck I did that. I was too young. Yeah. But another story that she told me and it actually pisses me the fuck fuck off okay. one that i did this two of how much of an idiot i am how awesome it was i had a actual real bubble gum machine like oh. you remember the old school big yeah, globes the with the red top yeah, and yeah. it would swirl uh, yeah from like the 80s i the had one, one or like a little the big one bro you actually had a like the one size. that's like three and a half four feet tall that's and had right. the long stem and then the gumball would go all the way down with the big gumballs wow. you put a quarter in i had one and i got mad one day and I like looked at my mom or my dad and I fucking grabbed it and just smashed it on the floor. You were the shittiest kid. I was awful. Awful. Worst kid. I, I, do you know how sick it would be to have an actual fucking antique is gumball machine? Am I, she I'm, is a saint. Your mother is a saint. Uh, how did she not kill me? She should have strangled you in the fucking bed. There's another time. <laughs> Only time I've ever been spanked in my entire life. And I'll t- sell the story because I fucking deserve Evidently, it. Evidently, you needed a few more spanks. You needed a clip or two. I deserve this one, dude. <laughs> Yo, it's worse than the bubblegum machine, I think. Okay. I'm in the living room watching TV yeah. or something. And we had shag carpet. This is like oh, early fuck. 90s. And I went to the fridge and I got eggs. And I went back to the carpet and started cracking eggs in the shag carpet. You were a little cunt. <laughs> Yo, it gets worse. So my mom caught me and was like, what in the fuck? Like, reamed me out. Like, was like, don't ever do that again. Like, that's yeah. terrible. Yo, I did it again. <laughs> I got my ass spanked, bro. 
banked. Wow. Fucking deserve that shit. Yeah. There's all sorts of paths you could have I told taken, you. Right? I fucking hate kid me, dude. I, I cried. I ratted on my parents and said, no, I'm sad. Like, I broke stuff. I was a dick. Fuck kid me. Not a boy. You really brought your A game as a kid, eh? Fuck, fucking hell, man. Is there any more? Do I still have any left? Okay, cool. You actually only have two, so. Okay. So, Dan, your last one, my friend. Yeah. Who was the person that influenced you most in your life? Anybody. Probably my dad. Yeah? Direct. Yeah. I mean, directly, yeah. I'm realizing now the older I get that I'm, like, exactly like him. Like, in a lot of ways. And, like, I, I literally have the same personality traits in a lot of ways. My brother is, too, actually. We both very much took after him. You know like, what? That's pretty fair. Like, just from an outside perspective, I'll yeah. let you obviously keep explaining and talking to yourself, but... As you get older, especially with your brother too, yeah, your dad was a journalist, right? Or a he columnist? Was a, he was an author. An author? Yeah. And both writer. you and your brother are starting to real as you get older. My brother's been a writer and I'm start. I've That's what I'm saying. So you both are kind now, of following yeah. that. And then obviously just the conversations with your dad and stuff. I know that, you know, yeah, obviously. Yeah, we're the same. same we like interest, sports, politics exactly. and, you know, hypothesizing about the world. I make crappy jokes. You know. Your dad makes crappy jokes. I make, yeah, I make really, makes some crappy jokes. I'm really corny when I talk to people in public. Like, uh, <laughs> I could see Russ. I heard, that okay, sure. when I knew I was just like my dad, was uh, he always did this thing growing up? We'd go to a restaurant, right? And he would, he would, when the waitress would come by, he'd always make the same joke. Oh, fuck. The joke, oh, my God. I'm becoming your dad. And oh, the my joke God. is, and the joke he would make every time is, you guys serve beer here? Like, uh, <laughs> ironically, Jesus you're Christ. at a bar, right? You know. And one time I went into a restaurant, not by near here, and I was just, I was just doing some writing and like having a pint. And I said that to the waitress. She came up and I was like, so uh, you guys got beer? And I just I literally just felt this pang in the back of my head of like, well, you, can't, you did not just say that, did you? you fucking, fucking dad. And oh I was like, and I, and I just remember like she walks away and I was just like staring into the distance for like a few minutes like, oh, okay, <laughs> like it's finally come full circle. I'm in my late 20s. It's settling in. I have become, in a lot of ways, my dad. I feel like family, though, is too easy. So if I had to give, like, a non, like, like who's a great influence of mine, like, like culturally. Yep, yep. I think probably John Stewart, which is such a, like, a, that's, like that's a, a good pretentious pick. white guy thing no, to say. No, but that's say. a good pick, I think. I think but that's a good pick. I think I think his analysis of the world was, like, the, the foundation of, like, the person I became later. Like, it wasn't until years later that I realized that I was influenced heavily by that, by, like, his his viewpoint and his sort of, like, way of seeing the world, right? And it's like, so that's, yeah, like, I, that was, like, my philosophical sort of, like, influence. Right, but right. Like in terms right. of, like, who I've become exactly like, I have become exactly like my dad, which is, which is, I apologize for... You'd be proud. I apologize to everybody for the rest of my life that I meet where I make some corny joke, but I do it's too. in the DNA. I do it too, buddy. Of course. Of course, it's natural. So it's what us like average white guys always fall back on as we get older, is like a corny set of bad humor, right? Yeah, it's what we it's what we thrive on. All right, now you got two more, so I'm gonna we're gonna finish with you here, buddy. All right, back to back. Okay, what's your favorite Christmas tradition you do? Oh, the crackers for sure. Crackers. So um, I don't know what the act is. I don't know if the name is crackers, but it's those like the the oh, little things, things you pull apart pull and they pop yeah. and they pop and then inside are hats and then right. you wear the hat and they got a little toy um that's been a tradition for every holiday with my family forever I think yeah we used to do that too and it's it's kind of like we do it regardless and my mom like will buy them at Costco when they're on sale after the season and like stop right. them because we do it for every holiday right it doesn't it's funny too because we'll be doing like Easter and there's like some like 
silver and white, like snow colored ones from Christmas yeah. kind of thing. But that is my that's my favorite. All right. But we also this another honorable mention. Um, for me, we do instead of like a stocking. My mom made these like sacks, like a. It's just a little bit bigger. It's basically a. It's like a bag that has drawstrings on it. And it's a little bit bigger. Oh, so it's just a. It's. A it's just a bigger stocking. Larger right? stocking. Pretty much, but instead of like system, hanging yeah. on the fireplace, we just have them you like, like a Santa sack thing. Exactly, and oh, then okay. that would have stocking type stuff. And I don't know, man. I just I love going through that every year. Yeah. We actually, so now, Haley and I have our socks, so we do them for each other. Right. And then we took my mom's, and we do my mom's for her. Right. And bring it back to the house. Aww. It's cool, man. I like it. Haley Aww, does most stuff on my mom's because Haley's obviously a better kid. Holiday themes. Yeah, right. I love that's, it, man. That's adorable. Love that's adorable. Right. We, we, we got away from the insanity to settle to something a little bit more normal. Now, <laughs> we oh, are we have ending it on an insane one? Oh, God. We got one more. Well, this, this is up to you. So the last one your mom asks is, what is the secret you have withheld from your mother? Oh, boy. Okay, two this things tough. Pop, two this things is, popped. She into may my have head. finished with the hardest one. I think. No, two things popped into my head. Okay. Um, one, I think I actually did end up telling her. I think a couple of years ago. Okay. And you'll remember this one. Okay. When I was in college, Uh-oh. I was in this sports psychology class, and I was skipping classes because the lectures were boring as fuck. And he literally just read off the slides. And one day, I was sitting on my couch, and all of a sudden, I had this existential dread feeling out of nowhere like it was bizarre like I was sitting there I'm like something's wrong well, I was here because I this. yes yeah, I was and, and I'm like wait a sec my class just started and I'm like something's wrong and I had this check and I pulled up my university stuff I had a midterm <laughs> and I was sitting on my fucking couch smoking weed forgot about it entirely at all, yeah. no I just like literally because we had that class was different we had like an extra midterm versus the other ones there right. was like he split it up more and I just completely forgot that it was that day which is bizarre because throughout my entire university career I knew when all my tests were never did right. anything like that ever and I fucking jumped on your shitty bike that was this old and sitting there and I pedaled so hard to the university that like my legs were filled with lactic acid dislodged? they were fucked man I I like didn't even lock it up I don't think I was just like fuck yeah. it and I ran to the thing and I went to the professor as and you actually apparently found this out you can't enter exams late if you're like 15 minutes late for this class he was like oh. no but he looked at me and he's like it's all good because I told him I overslept okay yeah. and he's like it's all good We'll talk to the yeah. If you show we'll up talk like to in the a register, sweaty, panicked, like I'm so sorry, they'd probably be like, "This guy clearly forgot." Like, hang on, hang, it gets better. So I was really worried about if they'd believe me or not. Right. But it just so happens that week I had gone to the doctor because I had been having problems sleeping, oh. and they tried to prescribe me with drugs, and I took them, and I took them home, and I didn't end up taking them. I was like, you know what? I don't want to be on sleeping medication. But I had the note and I had the medicine. So I went into my the, the doctor in the registrar office and I said, this is what happened. I've been having sleeping issues. Here's a medical note that I have and here's the pills. And they went, uh-huh. that's not a problem. And they reweighted my final to 70%. And so I you didn't have to do the midterm. So I didn't have to do the midterm, and I studied for the final on the plane ride home from New Brunswick, and I ended up killing it. That's, so it that's worked an so amazing. Well. And I called my mom and told her that I I overslept through the exam, and this is what had happened. But in actuality, I was sitting on my fucking couch high as shit. We were playing. I think we were like fucking. We we're playing Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, we're playing Grand Theft Auto. Dude, you were just like, I remember you like had a panic attack. You oh, were like, yeah, what dude. are we going to do? Oh my God, what are we going to do? I'm like, just take the bike and fucking go. Like, just yeah. go and do it. And I think I just sat there and was like, 
Oh, oh fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it like, sucks. You're panicking. I can't help at all except for like, here, just take the bike and fucking do whatever. I don't care. And you okay. just came back like an hour later and you were like, it's okay. I think it's going to be okay. And here's a cop out. That's a cop out, I think, because I think I did tell my mom that. And yeah, she gave me not, like an arm That's slap. not a secret. Okay. So when I was living in my old house in high school, my mom came by one day and my screen was unlodged in my okay. window. She's like, why is your screen unlodged? And I don't remember what fucking bullshit answer I gave her. <laughs> but I was getting out at nighttime, going out and hanging out with my buddies. <laughs> and I, my window, high school. I was living in the, ba- I was in the basement, right? I was living in the basement. I was, yeah. My room was in the basement and my window was just above ground level, right? Because right. for fire code, you have to have a window. Yeah. So I could easily crawl in and just drop in. Yeah. Mom, I'm 30 years old. What are you going to do to me now? <laughs> fucking dare you you think you're getting one of those Christmas bags this year you oh she shit? she knew it she must have known she's After not every stupid. fucking thing you did to this to your poor mother I don't know what I how Tracy f- no fucking bag for him this year you hear this <laughs> shit <laughs> I don't know what I said that I did but yeah. anyway we can laugh at the fact that you know I fucking missed my exam I'm a dummy but I did graduate with honors so you did you did as did you did I oh, I'm looking at your degree honors? right now doesn't say honors, does it? It does. Honor specialization in kinesiology. Well, you want to know how important, how good degrees are? That <laughs> I went to like thirty percent of my. There's the st- There's my secret from my mom. I went to like three out of every ten classes for about two and a half years of college. Yeah, we were bad. Like I never. I literally never went to class ever. I I bummed notes. I was a complete burnout of a, of a college student, and that thing says I graduated with honors. Yeah, but <laughs> when we when we got into our later years, though, both you and I turned it up. We really did. Did I? Yeah, you did, man. Absolutely. I pretty co- I coasted after I did. No, because I remember. Oh, I'm gonna sell you out right now. I remember vividly you fucking bombing an exam, bombing an exam, and doing horrible on that short answer. Like I don't know if it was exercise oh, fizz or what it was. Yeah, no, I took I took a uh, I took a class that was uh, early childhood development. Which that's was what it was. Early childhood, and development. that was one of the only classes in four years where I had to actually write like essay answers. Like there, like it was a long exam, and it was either short answer, like full, like you had to know, you couldn't guess a multiple choice, yeah, or or essay. And I did a midterm where I thought I could study for a day, and I got like a thirty-five. And it was a, it was a class where you only had two exams, the midterm and the final, and that was the only way you got marks. And so the midterm I got like a thirty-five, but I think the exam was worth like thirty percent of the mark. And then for the final, I final I think I got a ninety-seven. This guy went so hard, changed up how he did the exam. Yeah, he, he like got figured did, out how to study. He did so well. Like this was such a wake-up call for him that the professor reached yeah. out to him and yeah, asked yeah, yeah. him, "What did you do differently?" Because no, no, I'd like he you- called me. Uh, it was it was winter break was the final. So I was waiting a few extra days to get my par- for my parents to come pick. Or no, maybe I was taking a great. I don't know. I was going over the holidays, but I was staying in town for a couple extra days. For some reason, maybe because I was just like, I just want to chill and like fucking blaze and do nothing. Yeah, for real. And I was on campus, I think, and I got a phone call and he was like, this is your professor. And he's like, I want you to come in to talk about your exam. And I didn't know my mark yet. And I was like, oh, I failed the fucking class. Oh, the worst anxiety ever. I'm going to have to beg for my grade. Yeah, now I got to like fucking, I'm going to go on probation and all this stuff. And I was like, I failed the class. So I showed up and I was like, what? And he was like. He was like, I just got to ask you, like, you you got the highest mark in the class in the final. And I was like, what? And he was like, you got a 97. And I was like, are you serious? And he was like, I, he was like, he's like, I don't understand, man. I could tell like his first, his initial thing was like, you cheated. Because I got like a 38 on the fucking midterm. And he's like, you got a 38 in the midterm. You got a 97 on the final. Like, what's going on? 
And I was like, look, I want to be completely honest with you. And I was like, I literally didn't study for your midterm. I actually studied for your final. And he was like, what? And I was like, I, I, I thought I could, I thought it would be easy on the midterm. I thought I could balance the studying of the other classes out. Like I, I, I thought short answer, I could probably get away with it more than some of the other classes. And this one was easy. And I bombed. And this one, I because my life depended on it, it felt like I went for it and like actually tried and got a 97. And he was like, oh, my God, like, please tell me how you studied because people don't know how to study for my class. And I'm like, do you have any idea who you're fucking asking? You're asking a guy who like literally does nothing but like study and then stops and smokes some weed and plays some Grand Theft Auto and then studies a little bit more. Like, I'm the worst student in, in your whole class by far. I am taking my degree less seriously than anybody. Why are you asking me this question? And that's like bullshit I didn't answer to him. And I was like, well, you know, I just like, you know, read it and then like wrote and then read it. And like, yeah. Tisk tisk. Yeah. Tisk, tisk. I think he probably looked at me and was like, this guy just fucking, this is another fucking underachiever right here. <laughs> like, okay, this guy is going to be fucking flipping burgers or working in insurance. This guy's going to be the smartest guy in his cubicle section. Smartest dumb guy. <laughs> yeah. What is the, that Shout guy? Shout out to the smart dumb guy. That guy, who, that dude who listened to me on that one show and was like, it was like, he's a stupid smart fuck. Yep. Like, but because you went into it with the mentality of all game, no practice, and then all games, no practice. That you know what? That's what this episode was. That's what this episode facts, was. This facts. Was, this was straight game, no fucking practice. This was this was raw, raw and uncut. <clears throat> Bigger, <throat> longer, uncut. Oh There's gonna God. probably be a few cuts, to be honest. I think <laughs> we've so. had a couple of moments here. This is solid, though, man. I do too. I think Those are good great. questions. Shout out Tracy. Shout out to. Shout out Susan. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, yep. Mom. Thanks, I Mom. Love you, Mom. Oh. I love my mom, too. How right. how, how proud how proud are you of your boys? Look my at us now. My mom's very proud. My mom cries when now. I do stuff and claps. Aww. Aww. <laughs> this is the most heartfelt. We ended the last episode laughing at really weird fetish porn. And this episode, we sign off by saluting their, the givers of life in our... What lives, a spectrum. Right? Yeah, we got a wide variety of of topics. This is what we do. This is what happens when you don't practice and you just go head first. This is all, all game, games, no don't practice. practice. Folks, this is episode 10 of fucking A. The first with Matt and I in the same room, which someday perhaps will be our regular setup. Oh, hopefully, For man. now, it's hopefully. just a special episode. We made it to double digits, man. I'm pleased. Up. Thanks for coming along on this ride with me. This is good. We got, okay. we got, we got a long road ahead. You know, and that's 10 eppies up and 10 toes down, baby. That's right. That's right. That's right. We appreciate everybody listening to the show. As always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast. We hope you follow along, uh, you know, keep up with the show. Keep up with us. We don't engage a lot, but we're, we're, we're trying. We're, we're getting better. We're, we're making friends. I'm I'm realizing that I need to to engage. Matt doesn't help more. at all. No, Matt's is, very lazy. Matt's, in Matt's to that. the freeloader of this of this comedy duo. We've Matt's got just a ride along partner. Yeah. Yeah, I do all the work. I'm the dog in the sidecar. One day he'll pick it up a little bit. I'm I the promise. dog in the sidecar that like you I'm are. not doing anything, but everybody looks at him. He's like, oh, he's awesome. That's right. That's right. <laughs> You're gonna do none of the work and get all the credit, and I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be the bitter co-host who one day turns his back on you once you make it big. That's leadership. That's, that's right. That's, that's leadership. Delegation. You are. You're a leader. <laughs> <laughs> true, man. That's true. That's true. Uh, you folks, you can also uh, send us an email. Uh, tell us all your childhood secrets and stories at uh, fnehpodcast at gmail. Uh, send us whatever you got. You know, again, Matt's looking for those McDonald's coupons. 
Uh, Egg yeah. McMuffins, please, specifically. Yeah, yeah, he really needs them. He's he's actually a starving child. You can keep the two can dine for eleven ninety nine ones. Oh, fucking expensive <laughs> bastards! Now it's ridiculous, man. <laughs> no deals to be had on there. Exactly. I like how these ones that are like two can dine for eleven ninety eight, and I'm like, you I remember when I was a kid, they were punched. two. If they you were, dude, if you drop the can dine for something ninety nine, you you should get punched square in your jaw. If you drop a flyer in my house that says two can dine for eleven ninety eight. Like, I'm, I'm going to burn your fucking building down. What, it's on. What is wrong with you? I remember when it was two can dine for six ninety nine at McDonald's, and you could get two Big Mac combos, or in my case, I remember when a chocolate bar was a nickel. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I'm, oh, my God. Look, a you nickel. Turn into your dad. I'm turning into my fucking grandpa. That's right. That's right. Fucking kids. I remember the old days. Are we, is that is that our inevitable destiny? We're both going to be old guys who are like, I remember back when I was a kid. Getting those endless refills of coffees at McDonald's while I sit in the back corner wearing, my, to, wearing my face mask. I used mask. to squeeze fish to death and I turned out fine. <laughs> you can kill animals, kids. It's okay. Yeah, I don't know if these fucking people are so sensitive these days. <laughs> uh, well, we appreciate you guys coming along for this special episode. Uh, we'll be back with more, hopefully, maybe, possibly. Should we just retire at 10? Yeah, I'm going just, on top. Yeah, just leave it as this perfect 10-something hours of... of 10 and uh, 10 and change? We don't. Undefeated as always, my friend. We out. Goodbye. Bye. See you next week. I'm so proud of you. And I, let me tell you what I'm about to do. Mama, I know I act the fool, but I promise you I'm going back to school. Yeah. I appreciate what you allow for me. And I, I just want to do it. I wanna tell the whole world about a friend of mine This little light of mine, I'm finna let it shine I'm finna take y'all back to them better times I'm finna talk about my mama if y'all don't mind I was three years old when you and I moved to the shy Late December, harsh winter gave me a cold You picked me up something that was good for my soul Famous homemade chicken soup, can I have another bowl? You work late nights just to keep on the lights Mommy got me training wheels so I could keep on my bike And you would give me anything in this world Michael Jackson left the end of the club but didn't Get me on curl, and you never put no man over me. And I love you for that, mommy. Can't you see? Seven years old, caught you with tears in your eyes. Cause a nigga cheating, telling your lies. Then I started to cry as we knelt on the kitchen floor. I said, Mommy, I'ma love you till you don't hurt no more. And when I'm older, you ain't gotta work no more. And I'ma get you that mansion that we couldn't afford. See y'all, unbreakable, unmistakable, highly capable. Lady that's making loot, a living legend too. Just look at what heaven do. Send us an angel. And I thank you, mama I wanna scream so loud for you Cause I'm so proud of you And I, let me tell you what I'm about to do Mama, I know I act a fool But I promise you I'm going back to school I appreciate what you allow for me I just want you to be proud of me Boys come, mama said Life is like a box of chocolates My mama told me go to school, get your doctorate Something to fall back on, you could profit with But still supporting me when I did the opposite Now I feel like it's things I gotta get Things I gotta do Just to prove to you You was getting through Can the choir please give me a verse of you Are so beautiful to me can't you see? You're like a book of poetry. Maya Angelou, Nikki Giovanni. Turn one page and there's my mommy. Come on, mommy, just dance with me. Let the whole world see your dancing feet. Now when I say hey, y'all say mama. Now everybody answer me. Come on. I wanna scream so loud.
pins though If my ends low Second they get up You gon' get that benzo Tent the windows Ride around the city And let your friends know Tell your job You gotta fake them out Since you brought me in this world Let me take you